Hello, everybody, and welcome to the American Shoreline Podcast. This is Peter Ravella, the co-host of the show. And this is Tyler Buckingham, the other co-host. We don't normally, Tyler, record a show in the morning. No, we don't. We're typically in the afternoon. We're usually with a guest. Yeah, normally ASP has already come out uh, for all you uh, loyal listeners out there. That's right. It's it's Memorial Day today. It is. And uh, Tyler and I took a little time off over the weekend and uh, decided to put together our show this morning for Memorial Day. We've had some great Memorial Day shows over the years. You know, I think this is, what, our third? Third or fourth, I third think. Third or fourth Memorial Day. We've been around for a while now. We have, and, and we thought it'd be fun. You know, first of all, it's, it's a wonderful, meaningful holiday, so it's, it's yeah. cool that we uh, were able to take some time away to kind of think about uh, what, all, everything that's going on in the world and our country and all of that. And Peter, it's just great to see you this morning and be able to catch up on this podcast. No guest, no guest today. Just you and me, baby. And uh, we're gonna we're, <laughs> uh, we have we have quite a bit to talk about. We're gonna talk about uh, a little bit about what's going on in the ocean and coastal space, but specifically, we're gonna talk about the communications landscape and the news landscape, kind of in big terms, and yeah. download to y'all what we are seeing in terms of patterns, what we are seeing in terms of needs. And we're going to talk a little bit about uh, our operation here, Coastal News Today and the American Shoreline Podcast Network. Uh, you're right, Peter. We've been at it now for several years. Yeah. And we've learned a thing or two. I think we're like seven. I, I was looking at the, one of the feeds, Apple feeds or Google Pods or something this week, and we're over 760 podcasts, Tyler, that we've released on ASPN. We've 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 put together quite a quite a <laughs> little a clutch of shows haven't we yeah uh and covering a broad array of topics certainly far more than you and i could ever have talked about ourselves uh so it's been a cool adventure and yeah, uh, we look forward to we're going to talk about it a little bit just in a free-flowing conversation peter just you and i today but first let's have a quick word from our sponsors the American Shoreline Podcast Network and Coastal News Today are brought to you by Geodynamics, an NV5 company specializing in providing accurate surveys of complex coastal environments worldwide. Driven by marine geology, coastal science, and remote sensing, our researchers use the latest technology to provide meticulous data products to support our clients and answer their toughest questions. Geodynamics carefully designs and executes a variety of hydrographic, geophysical, sub-bottom, and near-shore surveys using our fleet of customized vessels and sensor configuration. You can find us at nv5geospatial.com. Geodynamics, delivering solutions, improving lives. Be sure to subscribe to the Coastal News Today Daily Blast newsletter for our latest updates from around the American shoreline like what you're hearing and want to support the network sponsorship packages are now available go to coastalnewstoday.com slash advertising to learn more well tyler memorial day is a huge thing you know a, a, a holiday of kind of uncertain origins in the united states a lot of people think it goes back to the civil war and actually was an african-american created holiday i did not know that um, I'm not sure that the, the history is a little blurry originally. Uh, of course, this is a day that we acknowledge uh, those who've given the ultimate sacrifice. This isn't Veterans Day, which is different. That's uh, the acknowledgement of everybody who served. This is the holiday or the acknowledgement uh, of those who've, who've given their lives in service to the country. 
That's right. And as a kid, did you did you do Memorial Day things when you were a kid growing up? Not, uh, you know, it wasn't super emphasized in my family. Um, but you know, I I remember uh, I would always my parents would make me not make me but encourage me to phone both of my grandfathers on both Memorial Day and Veterans Day mm, because yeah. of course uh, they having been veterans of World War II uh, had many friends who were killed. And yeah, right. So it was a meaningful, very meaningful holiday for them. Yeah, you know, growing up in the military, my dad was in the service for 30 years, so all of my growing up years, um, really until the middle, almost high, end of high school, he was in the in the Air Force as a pilot. His brother was killed, in, in uh, his brother Nick, Nick Ravella, uh, was also in pilot school going into World War II in 1940, I'm going to say three. Uh, but he was killed in the training and getting ready to go overseas. He didn't die in 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 combat. But um, yeah, it's always been part of my upbringing because on a military base, when you're in the military, Memorial Day is a thing, and there's a lot, you know flags on the gravestones. Um, the ones I remember the most uh, in the Philippines, uh, where there are very very large American cemeteries, U.S. military cemeteries, of course, from World War II, and uh, all the flags being placed on the stones when we were kids and the parade and the acknowledgement, the speeches out at the, out at the uh, cemetery. And the cool thing for my brother and I was uh, the big, uh, we call them Jolly Green Giants. These big helicopters would fly over the cemetery and drop flowers out of the back. Wow. And so you'd then go pick up all the flowers and put them on the gravestones kind of thing. But it was, a, it was an event. It was an all-day thing when we were kids wow. and uh, yeah so I do remember Memorial Day and of course nowadays <clears throat> this is the beginning of summer is what it is for most Americans well you know I yeah I, I think that it it has a to a dual meaning uh, I will say uh, just before we move on just kind of memorable uh, Memorial Day uh, ideas uh, when I was in college in Washington, D.C., I really have, you yeah. know, it's it's the end, it is the beginning of summer. So as a college student, this was a time of immense distraction. And also, <laughs> D.C. in the springtime, heading into summer, is really, truly a beautiful nice. place. It's a beautiful place. Yeah. And uh, I just have a vivid memory of walking down, it was around finals time, walking down uh, to the Lincoln Memorial uh, which, by the way, is 100 years old today. Is it really? The Lincoln Memorial, yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. I loved walking down to Lincoln Memorial, and on the way down, I passed the Vietnam Memorial. And mm. that place is an extremely special place on Memorial Day. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, lots of veterans there, a lot of people doing the paper with the crayon, uh, right. the pencil, kind of yeah. stencil right. uh, thing. And uh, lo- that was really a magical... Uh, uh, magical is the wrong word, but impactful thing to see yeah. uh, there. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're right. It the the meaning for us ocean and coastal people, uh, and for the American shoreline, Memorial Day kicks off a season, uh, a tourism season. It, it yeah. it's uh, it's the start of the American summer. It is, and uh, you know that's that's a big deal uh, on coastal news today and ASPN because we cover coastal issues, uh, beach towns or tourist towns. It's where everybody heads for the summer. Uh, so there's a lot going on already starting to cover, 
a lot of tourism related uh, stories on on coastal news today. Uh, you know that the thing is uh, with the pandemic, Tyler, everybody started going to the beach more. Remote remote working uh, tax revenues in beach towns for tourist development taxes or occupancy taxes exploded record setting during the pandemic, and they're expecting it again this year. Uh, the beach is always a popular place, and beginning on Memorial Day, this is when the beach season starts in America. It certainly does, and I remember, I'm reminded of, uh, the, I believe it was last year's show, Peter, maybe two years ago, but you spoke with Mayor Mancini. Oh, yeah. For Joe. Memorial Day, about <clears throat> specifically about yeah. uh, this issue. This was during the uh, COVID pandemic kind of, you know, made this how to manage this, how to manage these throngs of visitors. Uh, and it was, you know, the adaptation that we saw there uh, in America's coastal towns was pretty cool. Moved everything, just like everywhere else, moved everything outside. Of course, right typically in a beach community, the weather is nice. They, they took a lot of cars off the road, uh, made it more of a walking uh, type of vibe, yeah. which, you know what? That's tried and true, baby. It was good. Walk, just walking along the beach, going to restaurants, carrying your drinks outside. I mean, that's, that's not a bad way to kick it. Joe Mancini from uh, Long Beach Township, New Jersey, uh, the mayor. His father was the mayor of the town for years and years, and Joe has been uh, the mayor for a long time. But yeah, you know, Joe and 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 the folks at the Jersey Shore um, really had to adapt during COVID, um, and they did, and they thrived. Um, like a lot of beach towns, not as many people allowed inside the restaurants, as you're saying, lots of dining out on the sidewalks and even in streets and closing streets uh, to, to vehicles. Um, they really had to get a handle on the Airbnb, you know, rentals. Uh, they were trying to have a low-density summer, that first COVID summer. Right, they were. Uh, and No luck. You know, they got bombed. Right. With people from New York. Um, but yeah, man, Joe, man, you know, funny uh, that... That, that Joe's been, uh, been, he's on the show three times, but very popular shows. He, Mancini, he was great. He, he is, and he's, he's uh, I really enjoyed uh, hearing him take us through his thought process there as the, the mayor. I mean, it's the similar story in many coastal towns, but managing things like lifeguards, yeah. managing things like uh, your police force in the big seat, you know, yeah. your town goes from uh, kind of a small, permanent, residential base and then balloons yep. up to uh maybe potentially hundreds of thousands of people peter i was just up in door county wisconsin yeah was uh, it? Up exploring the great lakes you know coastline. we haven't talked about door county we uh, should talk about we it. should we this should a good show. it's memorial day we you should know kick it door off. county so you know tyler and uh and eric of sears who's the host of the That's big right. tourism podcast on aspn out in oregon love eric of sears she's absolute pro uh the ASPN team was invited to Door County uh, on Lake Michigan, right in Wisconsin, to uh, spend a weekend touring the area and getting to know uh, what they've got to offer. It sounded like a really cool trip for you and Erica. It was extremely cool. Uh, you know, for me, Peter, uh, you know, this month is our 12th, so one year of North Coast Chronicles Tales yeah. of the Great Lakes with Helen Roll. Right on. And uh, a little sneak peek, ladies and gentlemen, on Friday of this week, uh, we have uh, the most recent episode, which is about climate migration uh, to the Great Lake region. Yeah. So I, 
you know, having done a year of these shows with Helen and I've been drinking the Kool-Aid the whole way, I really needed to get up to the Great Lakes coast. And so this opportunity arose and Erica and I went up to take this tour and it was specifically focused on the maritime uh, history up there. So our tour uh, really focused on some, some elements that I had just never seen before. Like, for example, I had never been to a big shipyard where they build thousand foot long t- freighters. Yeah. I'd Lakers. Never seen, <clears throat> incredible. I mean, the, the, and got to listen to guys who had been working at that plant their whole lives. And they talked about how the process is, I mean, you know, we're talking about pipe fitting, ladies and gentlemen, and welding. And this has all become much more automated. There are machines Mm, now that do really clean welds and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, in in these workers' lifetimes, this has gone from being more of a manual, you know, skilled expertise using a welding torch to uh, manning a computer that does this work basically itself. There's that right? Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and very precisely. It's, yeah. it's an improvement. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, uh, you know, this is the old American shipbuilding uh, industry. Right. And man, in World War II, you know, there's this, this Bay shipbuilding, now Finn Cantieri Bay shipbuilding, uh, was turning out ships during World War II, you know, huh. rapidly. And the, all of these, you can, you can picture it, all of these buildings just churning with people. And now you just don't need quite, quite as many folks. Right, but automation, but... I, I got to say, the cool thing, we were at the plant, and that whistle still goes off at noon to signal right? lunch. Yeah, it's a 30, <laughs> and then 30 minutes later, it goes off again. It's a whistle. That's great. It's like the Flintstones. It, I, I, <laughs> it was cool. <laughs> so uh, you and Erica had a chance to spend, what, three, four days... Uh, touring a lot of stuff up in Door County. Did you like it? Oh, absolutely. I yeah. mean, I would encourage everyone out there if they have the opportunity to go to Door County, Wisconsin. It's uh, it's a it's beautiful. <laughs> You're not going to have a bad time there. Uh, it's also from a coastal and maritime perspective, extremely rich. Hmm. Yeah, uh, and yeah, shipbuilding and commercial fishing as well. Didn't you guys get to go out with a commercial fisherman? We did we, out of Door County. We went out uh, commercial fishing, and you know, there's this was a white fish fishery. Hmm. Uh, and what's cool about this is Door County is known for it's kind of one of their culinary traditions are these fish boils, and so this particular white fish commercial fishery feeds. You know, basically, they sell first to yeah these local restaurants on the island that do these things, and they you know they go through quite a bit of white fish. So it's neat that that's coming right out of the right. Green Bay waters and feeding you know a lot of these summer tourists who are coming up there for their family vacation for a week. Is that where it, it's near Green Bay? Yeah, so Green Bay would be on the western. So it's a peninsula that okay. jets out into Lake Michigan. Yeah, and so on the uh, if you can imagine the western side of this peninsula, there's a bay. Okay. And uh, the upper peninsula of Michigan is on the other side of it, believe it or not. And that bay is Green Bay. Okay. Uh, And it's shallow. You know, I can't say that this is scientifically true, but according to the the commercial fisherman who Mm. we spoke with out there, he said it was named Green Bay because it was shallower and it would develop kind of an algal hue of green. And it's probably on account of its... Yeah. Uh, depth. Yeah. yeah, right. Um, and then on the other side is Lake Michigan. Man. 
Well, you mentioned Helen Brawl, whose one-year anniversary as a host on the American Shoreline Podcast Network, our great host of the North Coast Chronicles podcast, Tales from the Great Lakes. Yeah, I'm a huge, huge Helen Brawl fan, I have to say. Me too. <laughs> I love Helen. She's such a professional. I mean, you know, first of all out there, folks, if you haven't listened to the show, you're missing out. Uh Helen serves as the executive director of the U.S. Committee on Maritime Transportation Systems in D.C. She's a senior advisor in the U.S. government on shipping and maritime issues, uh, advises the White House and others, this multi-agency task force that she heads up. Uh, but she's a two, uh, she describes herself a Great Lakes gal. And her show is such a blast. I just love it. Uh, it's always so, uh, you know, informative <laughs> Uh, and uh, I've just, you know, the dance hall show that she did on dance halls and dress balls was really fantastic. Um, yeah, the Gilded Age on the Great Lakes. You the, know, it, that's what's interesting yeah. to me about the Great Lakes as a as a kind of uh, frame to look at the American shoreline because uh, the Great Lakes have been a maritime uh, driven economic, mm -hmm. you know, bedrock thing for the whole country. And uh, for, and for a long time, yeah. And so when you, uh, the more I've come to learn about th through Helen's show, the more I've come to learn about the Great Lakes. The more I realize that uh, the particular the, their coastal and maritime contributions and culture are right up there with every other, yeah. You know, iconic American shoreline installation. Well, yeah, the heartbeat of American industrial center. You know, all of the. The, exactly. The steel and industrial trade, auto manufacturing, shipbuilding, yep. uh, all of that um, was Great Lakes, Great Lakes shipping. And it, yeah, huge, huge, deep tradition in America. Yeah. And cities like Detroit, Chicago, I mean, yeah. from basically right. the 18, I don't know, 1880s onward through the modern era, the Great Lakes have been an industrial waterway. Yeah. And uh, but in addition to that, they're they've always been beautiful. They've always been uh, like the the mariners who sailed on them. You know, even going back to the schooner days, like these were these were treacherous big water oh, yeah. things. And so you know they they have all the same uh, you know they have songs and lots of shipwrecks and tons of lighthouses and the stories and. Of of rescue and heartbreak and all of that, it's all there. Edmund Fitzgerald, everybody knows it. Oh hell yeah, everybody knows that one. Um, yeah, so congratulations to Helen and uh, just a shout out to her and thank you for for being part of ASPN. Um, really, really fabulous show. Uh, the other, you know, what else happened since the last Memorial Day? I think. Derek Brockbank shifted from ASBPA to the Coastal States Organization in the last year, didn't he? Or had that already happened? I, it's, I think it happened in the last year, yeah. Something like that. And Derek's show, the Capitol Beach Podcast, is another great show on ASPN, Tyler. And I'm just, you know, I'm just mentioning a couple of these because the network has become so freaking cool, I think, with great hosts. Yeah. And the quality of what we're doing is really fantastic. Well, uh, I, I, I just... You know, I don't want to toot our own horn here, Peter. Yeah, but, we do. Uh, we yeah, are, you know, we're going to, we we're going to, we're going to have a, bit. well, I, I do think we, you know, Derek's show is, is so cool. Uh, he has transitioned professionally 
to the Coastal States organization, which is very cool. And I, one of the first things he did uh, is put together this, it happens to also be the 50-year anniversary of the CZMA, right. the Coastal Zone Management Act. And Derek put together a five-parter uh, yeah. series all yeah. about the CZMA, from the right. history to the, like, the nitty-gritty details of the various sections of it, uh, there's a special episode on the NEARS, the National Estuary Research Reserve System, yeah. uh, which, of course, we love here on ASP. Yeah. Uh, so he's put that together, and uh, your Capital Beach is a OG program. That goes back as long as we have been doing it. it <laughs> he is. Has. He's one of the originals. The, he's one of the originals, along right. with Jenna Valente. Right. Uh, one of the, the OG ASP uh, yeah. hosts. I would also th- uh, just, I've got to say... Uh, uh, Leslie Ewing, another yeah. OG host who's still producing great content for us about coastal literature. Yeah. Uh, and that, you know, I, I have to say, I just need to pause and say what a, what a pleasure it is for me, Peter, yeah. to produce all these shows uh, and get to listen in to these conversations as they're happening. Um, you know, the, these people are so smart and the people they're talking to, you know, Again, we could never have done this. The whole idea of the network yeah. was to unlock uh, voices that you and mm-hmm. I could never unlock just ourselves. Yeah, yeah. I think the perspective, the 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 wide variety of viewpoints, the wide variety of professional expertise, um, the communities that each of these hosts bring. You know, Helen comes from a world of of maritime transportation and shipping. Uh, she brings a, a group of listeners that are different than Derek Brockbank, who's been at ASBPA and been in you know, federal policy quite a bit, and now at the Coastal States Organization. And that's the power of the network idea, is just all of these fabulous professionals working together to you know talk to the American public about ocean and coastal issues. And it's been a blast. You've done a hell of a great job on that. I got to tell you guys, you know, uh, we're putting out consistently now four shows a week, uh, sometimes five. And uh, it's a lot of content. There are 15 hosts, 15 shows on ASPN and about 30 different hosts because many shows are are co-hosted, uh, organizing all of the guests, doing all the recording, the editing of the shows and the distribution on the American Trolling Podcast Network is a huge job. And, uh, you know, Tyler, you've done a great, a great job. And it's just such a thrill to see all this amazing content uh, go out under under our banner and uh, I'm really proud of it really proud of it well I I really appreciate those kind words and I would just say that it, the credit really goes to uh, our hosts our creators who uh, put their own uh, ideas and creativity on the line whenever they make a show yeah. and um, it's it is their perspectives that I think we value and uh, that's what we hope to continue to develop. And that's actually one of the things I, you know, I, I think we should talk a little bit about our why, uh, why we're doing this and a, a mm-hmm. bit about the landscape too. Where, how does Coastal News Today and the American Shoreline Podcast Network fit in to yeah. the broader kind of ocean and coastal communication space? Yeah. It has changed, Peter. When we started in 2018, uh, it was like, you know, the Petri dish was totally clear. Yeah, there, <laughs> there was one tiny <clears throat> little dot of, of culture on there. And we, we were, we decided, Hey, you know, let's, there is a big story to be told here. Uh, and that needs to be told here. And, 
a, an important part of that was that we knew that we could not be the only voices of it because it's too big and it's too complex. Yeah. Fast forward to now, the space has filled in. That Petri dish has a lot more activity on it. A lot of mm-hmm. it is uh, ASPN activity. You know, we have really, I think, fostered the development of yeah. um, a lot of conversation that has, uh, I hope, is is helpful and uh changing the way people think about the interconnectivity of the coast and ocean, you know? Yeah, I mean, uh, Coastal News Today and ASPN is a labor of love for Tyler and I and for Michelle, our intern up in Seattle, who's a great help with Coastal News Today um, and, our, and our community hosts. This is something we all kick in uh, time and energy into to keep it going um, and it's a, it's a media company. It is a, it is a communications platform for ocean and coastal issues. Um, we've always wanted to have a high-level discussion, um, in-depth analysis and discussion of uh, all of the incredibly uh, complicated issues that happen on the American shoreline and shorelines around the world. And I got to say, after, you know, three and a half years, um, that we have definitely built what I dreamed of and what we dreamed of back in 2018 when we started packing this out at the coffee shop at Cherry Wood Coffee House and the Draft House Bar. Uh, but uh, it really has become a, a, a powerful communication tool and uh, we need to keep doing it. That's the trick. Yeah, that is the trick. And uh, so let's talk a little bit about, Peter, what we've built over the past few years. And uh, when I say we, it's the royal we, ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen. Yeah. It's it's Peter, it's your contributions, it's my contributions, of course. But it's also uh, this community of listeners, the community of hosts, it's our interns and our team. I'm thinking about Luca and Felicia and everyone that has uh, yeah. played a role and put their fingerprints yeah, on yeah. this thing. But, you know, at the core, we feel like the coastal and ocean space needs a dedicated communications platform, a place where you can go and hear the whole complexity. And and that's really missing, I would say. Uh, you know, we every conference we go to, it's said that we need to communicate better. Yeah. And, you know, I think I'm a big believer, Peter, and I know you are too, that the way you get better at communicating is by listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, you listen to people talk about things, talk through issues, express their ideas, even and particularly when they're perspectives that are not shared by you, uh, you learn that, oh, they're, they're getting at this truth, they're getting at this policy, they're getting at a scientific rationale from a different perspective, and that can be incredibly illuminating. And I believe, and the reason yeah. why we've been drawn to the water, to the ocean and coast, is climate change to be honest. I mean, the, yeah. the, the dynamic nature of what's happening there, the dynamic nature of the blue economy and how everything's connected with each other means that we have to communicate. We have to listen to each other. Right. We really need to build a new language, not like a new English, but new ways of thinking about yeah. and communicating about what's happening. 100%. The, it's one of the core principles of Coastal News Today and ASPN uh, is this de-siloed conversation, which is, uh, you know, we've all been to ASBPA, the American Shore and Beach Preservation Association meeting, which is primarily a coastal engineering conference for 
for beaches primarily, beaches and shoreline work. Um, you know, there's the dredging conferences, there's the uh, offshore energy industry conferences, there's uh, real estate and tourism conferences. These are all separated sub-communities of people working in the same geographic spaces, uh, but invested deeply in their own subject area. And uh, we've always believed you got to poke your head up out of your silo and look around and understand what else is going on around you on the American shoreline if you want to if you want to do well. Um, you know that's our tagline. You know ASPN and Coastal News Today, uh, insight and intelligence for thriving shorelines. You have to be kind of a you have to be kind of a renaissance player. You have to know something about the offshore energy industry if you are a tourism. Uh, Association on the America on the Gulf Coast of America. Uh, what happens in offshore energy is a huge driving factor for what's going on in your community and in your waterways. And uh, so that's the basic theory. It's the desiloed thing. It's that the prime directive for you Star Trek fans out there. <laughs> the prime. Directive. The prime directive of the blue economy space, and the and I include in that the broader ocean and coastal complex, is that it's all interconnected. So when we hyper-specialize, what we lose sight of, yeah. it, we, which, you know, our hyper-specialization has yielded tremendous, tremendous discovery, uh, smart policies, great engineering. I mean, I'm not saying that we need to do away with that. Yeah, no. But what I am saying is that the, uh, the, the physics of becoming so hyper-focused in a singular uh, area of expertise is that one inherently kind of loses the, the broader situational awareness in some in a particularly in an environment that's so fast changing and yeah. truly interconnected. Yeah, and uh, and 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 this is you know, Peter. One of the things about you and I from from our the very beginning is that we've really taken kind of an anthropological approach here. We're interested. Yes, we're interested in the science. We're interested in understanding yeah. the world, but we're really interested in the human beings that are doing the science and right. what it means that they're exploring yeah. in certain types of ways and how the people fit together. And I think I think the reason why is, right of course, we love the environment. We love the ocean and coast, it goes without saying. But it's the way that we as a society are gelling or not gelling around some of these concepts that I think you and I find particularly interesting yeah. and motivated to to encourage the jelly. Yeah. There's a, there's a purpose. I mean, you know, the, it's, it is the commitment and the belief, I think, Tyler, that we share that if we understand each other a little bit better and we are familiar with the folks in the other silos, um, the decision-making process is going to get better, that we're going to be able to respond to the challenges on the American shoreline. That's kind of, one of the other prime directives of ASPN and CNT. That's exactly right. And the perfect example of that, there are a couple that we just watch. And if you look at them through this lens, you can see it very clearly. But up in the northeast part of the U.S. with the, with the development offshore wind, the New York Bight um, lease sale that was done in February, $4.37 billion uh, of BOEM lease fees for offshore energy off of New York and New Jersey, right? This is a this is an, an emerging industry on the American shoreline that has found itself in in great conflict with the fishery industry along the shoreline, and 
these are two very important and overlapping, as you say, uh, you know, uh, interconnected economic sectors that are incredibly powerful and important. The, the one traditional fishery se- sector and an emerging new energy sector. Um, and if these people can't talk and communicate these projects, everybody everybody's harmed. And part of our purpose and part of our underlying theory of operations is that you have to understand who the other players are. We're all in the same geographic physical space. We're all doing legitimate things. We have to be able to sort out how to do these things and maximize the return and the potential of all of these activities in a way that is thriving, that will thrive, both environmentally thrive and economically thrive. That's kind of the point. There's a lot of examples all around the country. Exactly. It's a, it's a great example. And also, you know, to, to extend that example, it's also true. It is true that the fishery offshore wind conflict is not limited to those two no. uh, silos, shall we say. No. That it will, in fact, impact uh, all of the other. Blue Shipping. Economy, everything. Yes, it yes. will have impact. Some mm-hmm. of the impacts are very clear and linear, and you, we can see the dots. Others, we cannot. Yeah. It's, it's maybe too opaque to fully see but i i we must understand that there is absolutely yes we're in the same geographic region of course yeah but the, we're talking about the water that we are all interested in in yeah. some way shape or form and it is flowing and interconnected and that's why the idea of having a platform for the broader discussion we believe is absolutely uh important and that's what we've tried to create here with cnt and aspn but the truth is peter that uh, we, <laughs> you know, we the media landscape has changed a little bit. And when we first created uh, the American Shoreline Podcast Network, we got the network thing correct. I think we knew that we needed a a chorus of voices, and we needed to talk about the broader spectrum of the uh, ocean and coast. Yeah. Um, but people, what we got wrong, I think, is putting pumping everything through a single channel. Yeah, yeah. And and so. Ladies and gentlemen, here we are, Memorial Day, Peter. We're kicking off this summertime period. We have some business to take care of. Uh, we have built what I'm going to call 1.0, or CNTASPN 1.0, we'll call it. Yeah. Uh, it's a bit of a prototype, huh? You I know, would, you know, I, yes, it's it like is. It's like a garage, it, it's yes. like a garage it prototype. Was, it was, it was a garage prototype. Uh, it took us, uh, you know, months to, to sort it out and whip it up, but there is definitely room for us to uh, improve. I mean, we've been working on it for years. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's we, we've been adding content, we've been improving our recording uh, techniques, our editing. Our fit and finish has improved. Our equipment. If you go back and listen to that early stuff, man, it is rough. It's, it's rough, <laughs> and we have we have we, we just invested in new recording equipment this year. And I'm really really happy. We've got a few more uh, techno upgrades to do, but uh, yeah, Tyler. I mean, here's the bottom line out there for all the listeners who enjoy uh, ASPN, and there are thousands of you every week. Uh, the listenership of ASPN is really exploded this year, and uh, Coastal News Today is such a bedrock of, of traffic for coastal professionals. We hear about it all the time from coastal engineers and local government officials on the coast. It's the first thing they read in the morning just to check to see what's going on. They always pick up important tidbits and trends and things that are important for their professional work. 
I mean, ASPN and CNT are, are integral to the coastal professionals in America and for many around the world, Tyler. And folks, um, we're kicking off the 2022 summer uh, um, fundraising program, man. We need to improve the platform. There are significant and important upgrades that need to be done on how we put together shows and how we distribute uh, our shows. Uh, there is an investment required, and we are calling on all of our listeners out there and all of our CNT readers, our loyal people, uh, to make a contribution to Coastal News Today and ASPM. Become a sponsor of Coastal News Today and ASPM. Get your logo and your sponsorship on the website and in our ASPN feed. Uh, we need your support in order to go forward, Tyler. And I just think uh, it's something we're going to be talking about this summer. It is. We're going to be talking about it a lot. It's it's just like NPR when they're doing that <laughs> week, and it's like pretty annoying. But we're going to be doing it all summer. Uh, we, it won't be as annoying, I promise. We're no. going to be sending out lots of emails. We're, I'm, we're going to be, t Peter, you and I are going to be talking about it with interviews, of course. It's not going to be all we talk about. But mm -hmm. here's the thing. Uh, our listeners out there, a lot of you are like marine biologists. A lot of you are coastal engineers. A lot of you are uh, professionals that do not do marketing and branding within your company or organization. I totally get it. Please do not ignore this plea. We really do need your help to build out this communications platform that yeah. is really for all of us. That's why we're asking for all of your help. So uh, if you are not the branding marketing person in your organization and your organization has one, send them the link to this show and have that, that person tell them that you love our content, hopefully. <laughs> tell them that you find it useful and have them reach out to us. And we, here's the deal. There's no, there's no like one size fits all contribution. Everyone's different. But what we really need to do here is raise some money. Yeah. Uh, this operation could actually work. And I, Peter, you know, I'm, I'm like a, yeah. I'm like a media junkie. I follow how media operations run and what makes them successful. And we need a little, we need to invest in some infrastructure. We do. We um, need to go to 2.0. We need to go to 2.0. Uh, we know that our garage uh, model, the, the one that we are currently using, needs to be improved in order to be, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use the word profitable, just just yeah. as kind of sustainable a, sustainable would be would be a much better word yeah but there are ways for us to make it more sustainable but we need to invest into it in order to get there yeah and uh you know i think that over the course of the summer peter will take some time on this show to discuss in a little bit more detail what that means for for example our website or for the daily blast newsletter and for our podcast network where yeah. where what I, you know here's the biggest thing independent feeds ladies and gentlemen i know right. you all want it yeah everybody i hear it's the number one thing i hear about aspn oh man i just wish i could subscribe to one show yeah or one and, or one or two of my follow my one or two or three favorite hosts yes correct. and we can't currently do that and uh, it, Tyler, I think that's a great improvement. This is part of ASPN 2.0. It means restructuring the website, y'all, and all of you folks out there who know about websites and how much it costs to redo and redesign a website and to redesign the entire network feed and how our listeners uh, access the information. We want to make this more customizable, more uh, 
uh, just more user friendly for all of our listeners out there. And I know our hosts are begging to have individual show feeds that are connected together in our network structure. Mm-hmm. That these are just really basic as a media company and as a communications company, which is what we are. Um, we've got to make some investments, and that means we need your support out there, folks. Um, we run this thing on a, on a on a shoestring. We're very very efficient. Uh, we've done an incredible. Uh, uh, amount of, of work in putting this together. And I'm just excited about what 2.0 uh, ASPN and CNT 2.0 have to offer. And let's, let's just, let's, yeah. let's, uh, if, yeah. you know, Peter, I'm, I'm in favor of transparency. We did not discuss this before the show, but I think we should just say how much we're trying to raise for 2.0. Yeah. What we're trying to raise right now is $80,000. Yep. This summer. This summer. And uh, if we can raise that $80,000, we can build 2.0 and turn the engine on, and it should run. And it will uh, run. It, 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 you damn straight, it will we, run. We really have given it a lot of thought. We do. Uh, there is a lot. I, I can't wait to get our hands on the. You know, to put the website uh, through a, a really fine analysis, see how it can be upgraded, and really look at how we're structuring the network, Tyler. Um, it's going to be more powerful. It is going to be more in depth. It's going to be as it's going to be better, and we and we need your house help to do it. And we do. We we absolutely do. And it's I I have to say, uh, it's a great place for uh, an organization or a company to put their brand. Yeah. Uh, we have an incredible audience. Uh, this past month on ASPN, I believe we drew something like sixteen or seventeen thousand listens. Yeah, uh, that's a that's a nice gathering. I mean, uh, yeah. boy, you'd you'd really have to yeah you'd really have to throw a big conference to yeah. gather that many well, people. Well, you in think a month. you know AS, the ASBPA conference, and I love going to that conference and the other uh, you know five hundred for for a weekend. You know, uh, ASPN and Coastal News today is tens of thousands of coastal professionals all around the U.S. and around the world every month, and uh, it, it, it's incredible. Uh, the, the quality of the content, the, the shows and the hosts that we have now, uh, this is really the time to get on board as and a sponsor. Can, look, I just want to be, I just want to say it right now. Yeah. Our shows and what we will be making in the future that, are, that we've already sketched out is going to be better than anything we've already done. Uh, and it needs to be. It's exciting. Oh, it's very exciting. Exciting. But yeah, this is, this is not just about continuing the conversations that we've started. It's about building on yeah. uh, the, the prototype version uh, did yield some really, I think, excellent and insightful interviews and discussions and, and podcasts that we were able to package up. Uh, and of course, Peter, I have to say that the prototype also yielded uh, our innovation to Coastal News Today, which was to de-silo the news curation yeah. and make it broader to include the, the broader ocean and coastal space yeah yeah uh and you curate that thing every day i love it it is one of my favorite things to do and it it's intensive because as y'all know on on coastal news today there's probably uh 20 stories added to the website every uh morning at the 5 a.m daily blast central time and it uh, takes me some hours to comb through the thousands of coastal ocean and coastal stories to put together an, an edition of coastal news today. And, uh, I have gained so much from, from being a de-siloed news reader 
just putting together Coast of News today, and I'm hope I hope that is true for our readers as well. Totally. Um, and but but here, here, just imagine this, Coast of News today, readers. Uh, you go to the website, and you can sort more easily. Uh, the, we can have a better archive uh, going deep into the right. past. We we currently we can keep the news on there for. You know, a few months is is about how before we, it gets too full, and yeah. the website we just we just get overloaded. We got to clear out some space, so we we uh, empty out the old ones. But we could have a deeper archive. Think about how useful that would be yeah. for professionals out there. You could go and look at the shipping uh, archive and check out news stories going yeah. back a year. Yeah, you know, that's the kind of thing that can help really help be helpful for a professional. Not to mention seeing things in a more organized layout or, you know, being able to sort through and say, I want to look at the engineering things. Yeah, I think the website design has got some room for improvement. All very much within range. Yeah. Uh, And, you know, I don't think it's a secret here that I built the website and I am not a web. I'm not a website guy. So uh, we tried. You know, no, we do, we do. We I, did. We no, I we, wouldn't do it any other it way. It was a I think it's a damn good website. I think it's incredibly stable. Uh it has some ups and downs, but as Tyler said, this is something that we put together with uh with love, blood, sweat, and tears. Um we uh, uh really we had a few a few uh advisors that we paid at the beginning of the setup of this process to kind of understand the branding and to focus our attention a little bit and to help us on the web design. But ultimately this came down to you and I doing it ourselves and um, it's learning by doing. And as I say, the the whole ASPN 2.0 idea is that after almost four years coming up on four years later this year, um, it's time for an upgrade and a freshening up. And we have proven the concept. We have we can look at our audience every month and know that there are tens of thousands of people who are listening to ASPN all around the country and around the world. It's really interesting and fascinating and reading Coastal News Today. So uh, it's time for us to make it better for our listeners and better for our readers. This is what we're after in this fund drive for $80,000 this summer you know, be a sponsor. And, and and while we're here, Tyler, a big shout out to Great Lakes Judge and Doc, who's been a sponsor this year, and the NV5 uh, Geodynamics Company uh, with our good friend Rudy Rudolph, uh, now with Geodynamics, has been a sponsor. And we've had great sponsors over the over the this first four years that uh, all have made it possible for us to continue. But folks, we have to step it up and we can do better and uh, we can do more for you uh, with your support. And there's a chance to get your logo on Coastal News today and put it in front of thousands of people every day, coastal professionals. It's perfect for all you coastal engineering firms out there and all of the tech companies that are involved in ocean and coastal issues. The ASPN shows, Tyler, are desperately in need of sponsors. And you know, I hope uh, someone, uh, some company out there will step forward and support ASPN and the shows and the hosts that are on this network and keep us working. Uh, it's only with y'all's support that we can keep going. So uh, join us in the summer 2022 uh, CNT ASPN 2.0 Fund Drive. We need your help. Become a sponsor. There's a link on the website. Uh, click on advertising. It's got the email links to get in touch with us. We will customize a sponsorship package for you. Your company is different from others. Uh, B 
become a sponsor of CNT and SPN. We absolutely need it. Join us this summer, and we're going to make this thing a better product out. I'm looking forward to that. And the other thing I'll add here is uh, we have nothing to hide. Uh, we will share our plans. We will share our ideas. Uh, we do have an advisory board that we will uh, call upon to help make decisions, and you can talk to them. Like, my point is, uh, we want you to feel absolutely confident with your investment in Coastal News Today and the American Shoreline Podcast Network. Yeah. And uh, if that means sitting down for an hour and going over our whole story and what we are planning to do with anyone on your team, we would happily do we'll it. We'll do it. Absolutely. We, we have, do this is really, we're, we're trying to build this thing for the space. It's, yep. it's, it's been an honor, Peter, for me. Uh, to be involved, it's it's. I think it is serving a purpose, and yeah. uh, all I can say is if that if you're a listener out there and you've been enjoying this content and you think this stuff is uh, making a difference, uh, advance it through the system and see if see if we can't put together a, a sponsorship package. Now let, let's just break down what eight, raising eighty thousand dollars this summer looks like for us. Now, first of all. If you are a big, heavy-hitting company and you really want to step in big, we would love it. Yeah. You know, we can break uh, 80 down pretty fast if we got a couple 20s in there. That's and right. And so I'm looking at the big boys, and man, that would be such a huge help to get a first in from a big you know, engineering firm, a big shipping company, somebody like that. Mm-hmm. Hey, if you've got connections to those folks, please put them in contact. I'm, I'm hoping, you know, I'm looking forward to having Great Lakes Dredgen Dock continue as a sponsor and been uh, talking with them. Uh, you know, they've been, a, they've been a great supporter and an essential company on the American shoreline, and they're the perfect kind of company to support uh, Coastal News Today and ASPN, all of the major and in the coastal engineering firms, big and small, over the first three years, have uh, many, many have stepped forward and been sponsors. And look, we we cover and 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 help the facilitate the conversation uh, that's essential to the work of coastal engineers in America. And it's a great thing to support. Join join Coastal News Today and ASPN as sponsors. Get your company logo on the website. Pick one of the fabulous podcast shows that we have and become the exclusive sponsor of those shows where your name and your brand uh, is affiliated with these great hosts and great shows. Um, you know, you mentioned Leslie Ewing, who has the Shore Words podcast, uh, Erica Sears' Big Tourism Show. I absolutely love. We've talked about Helen Broll's one-year anniversary with the with the Great Lakes uh Chronicles Pod, North Coast Chronicles podcast, and one of my, of course, stellar favorites, Admiral Tim Galliadet show, the American Blue Economy podcast, is uh, superb. Tyler and you and I have the pleasure of doing the weekly flagship show on this network, and I, it's one of the great pleasures that uh, I have professionally is to to work with you every week and to put together great discussions. Um, but yeah, but who else do you want to recognize on the network, Tyler? You you work with all of these people well, firsthand. <laughs> uh, I'm not. I I want to recognize everyone uh, that uh, does shows on ASPN, and frankly, I also want to recognize the outstanding guests. I mean, one of the amazing things about what's happened on this network in the past year are the caliber 
of thinkers that come yeah. on and yeah. share their minds with our hosts and they the quality of the conversations they have and what I come away th- I mean I come away with my mind blown all the time I need to uh, shout out Felicia's show, Rising Sea Voices. Yeah, I love uh, that Felicia's show. Has show. been totally enriching for me to produce, and Felicia is an amazing host. Uh, yeah. Her sense of time, and she really, li- you know, the rule number one and being a good podcast host is listening and really being able to listen to what your guest says, not thinking about what you're going to say next. And man, Felicia could teach a whole course on that. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm excited to see where the our Copri uh, show goes through the rest of the year. I think we're going to do one a quarter with them. Uh, we're relaunching, which ha- happened this past month, month of May. But the Tasty Solution is back yeah. uh, with Erica Sears and Jane Conley. Uh, they're exploring the intersection of sustainable tourism and food, coastal food. So this is. Uh, a fascinating show. This month, they've got one on Oregon seaweed, which will be really interesting. There's a lot of energy these days around the American shoreline yeah. on kelp production and seaweed production, both for energy and for food. Uh, so uh, that's a show to look out for, and I, I want to shout them out. And of course, uh, our show with uh, the Working Waterfronts Network, which yeah. is a, a fantastic network of coastal professionals who work around the American shoreline on working waterfronts and the issues that they face. Uh, that's a fantastic show, and uh, we've got. We're gonna, I think we're really going to be focusing on sustainable fisheries uh, this year, uh, just as a an, an area of emphasis. Yeah. Um, but again, that's important stuff. The the yeah. the state of sustainable fisheries and, and working waterfronts on the American shoreline. Everywhere you go, this is a major topic of discussion. Whether it's in Maine, whether it's in Door County, Wisconsin, or Ventura, California. Yeah, Tyler, you know, this idea, you know, you, you mentioned uh, uh, we've got the, the, the National Work, the National Working Waterfronts Network is a is a Sea Grant supported organization. Uh, Coastal News Today and ASPN have a deep connection with NOAA uh, and the Sea Grant uh, programs around the country. Uh, uh, we've got a couple of hosts who are tied to Sea Grant. Look, I'm just I'm making a pitch out there for the folks at NOAA. Um, that you guys need to be supporting Coastal News Today and ASPN. You need to be sponsors. Uh, there are good reasons why uh, we care about these agencies and the agendas of these agencies. We believe in the mission of NOAA, and uh, we have lots of guests on uh, from the federal uh, agency community. And uh, it's part. we are part of the communication team informally of a lot of federal policy makers out there. And uh, this platform needs to be supported. And we're calling out uh, folks in, in Sea Grant and in NOAA to join and support uh, Coastal News Today and ASPN during this summer fund drive, Tyler. I, I think it's warranted, and I think we've done a damn good job over the last couple of years. And I, I think we can continue to, to help these organizations move forward. I would... Love that big second, <laughs> and and look, I understand uh, federal uh, agencies. It's hard to move money around, but I'll tell you what: if you're listening to this right now and you are a NOAA person or a BOEM person or an Army Corps of Engineers person, same same thing. Please pass this along to the appropriate communications people. And have them get in touch with us. Yeah. Uh, we, we understand that we're not looking for a, a, a total 
full ride from any one agency. I think this should be a collective lift. And uh, But boy, would it make a big difference to get a first in, a big hearty first in from, uh, you're right, our, our, our friends at the federal level who are... Um, working all over the American shoreline and, and, and a lot of the stories we tell and a lot of the perspectives we, uh, highlight are directly related to the work that is happening at NOAA and BOEM and the Army Corps of Engineers. Of course. The federal government is, is a huge player on the American shoreline, whether it's the Corps of Engineers in the shore protection and waterways programming that they do, uh, whether it's NOAA on fisheries, related matters uh you know our our federal sea grant related podcast tyler felicia is uh, with oregon sea grant um out in vancouver washington is where she hails from but she works with oregon sea grant and uh who else do we have that's connected to sea grant tyler on the network well we got ashley bennis of course yes uh, who is here in texas uh and she hosts the working waterfronts uh network podcast yeah I think that might be it that that are formal hosts and Sea Grant people, um, but we are Sea uh, Grant is such a cool program and it's so essential to every coastal state uh, and really even I guess the the Mississippi River states have Sea Grants too. Yeah, um, but we really do. This is a, a natural partnership, I think. It is. I mean, the other federal related hosts that we have, of course, Helen Brawl, who sits on. Uh, uh, on on the federal agency on mar- marine transportation and Tim, the admiral, the good admiral Tim Gallaudet, who was the uh, 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 oceanographer of the U.S. Navy and the former assistant administrator of NOAA, and really did a great job at NOAA. Uh, you know, these are the voices that ASPN and CNT helps bring together, along with our advocacy shows and the professionals in the nonprofit world like Derek Brock Bank and like and and Tamara Khan who's the head of the uh, host the Wavemakers podcast one of my favorite shows on on ocean technology one of our new offerings in the last year superb I mean it's just a great network and it it's worthy uh, of support I, and there's a lot of room to get better Tyler so you know it, it, I just have to say that the what it is is that the space is forming. And what I mean by that is that the synapse connections between these different silos in our collective conscience are beginning to become more real. Yeah. And uh, you're right, this whole blue tech startup scene, you know, four years ago when we started doing this, that scene didn't really exist. I mean, it was talked about, it existed a little bit, but it's not anything like it is today. The energy level surrounding uh, blue tech startup that Tamara uh, covers and profiles ha- has just bl- yeah. blossomed. Yeah. And it absolutely is. Ex- this is why we, this is why ladies and gentlemen, it's a great idea to uh, support this type of media platform, this media platform, because we are p- putting ourselves out there to be this common touch point where you can freely and easily access different perspectives that are all impacting the American shoreline, the oceans and coasts around the world, all in one spot. And I think that that's just incredibly important. Yep. It's, it's, I was, it's I was of, yep. at the uh, National Ocean Exploration Forum, I was kind of joking that what we need is Netflix for the ocean. And, you know, in a way, that's what we're trying to build here. This, it's podcasts. I realize it's not 
videos, but what we'd like to have is a common platform where people from all sorts of backgrounds and interests and, and education levels and whatnot can go and freely access tons of good, high-quality interviews, good audio quality, uh, you know, obviously excellent audio quality. Absolutely. And great hosts, you know, great hosts guiding the way. These are our yeah. guides. They're, these are our guides to the complex issues that we're all facing. Yeah, and I think that's what, that's what uh, Coastal News Today and ASPN offer, particularly on our podcast channel. Um, th- these are guides into the world of, that we don't visit all of the time. Taylor Gels, uh, who does the Ocean Decade podcast, takes us inside this 10-year-long program worldwide on, on the Ocean Decade, the United Nations uh, Ocean Decade Initiative, great interviews from people around the world. And look, she's been in that world. She was in that universe as a Canals Fellow at NOAA. Uh, she knows that community. She's now with the Aspen Institute working on decarbonization of international shipping. I mean, to, to, just to be able to listen to Taylor take us down the path of what's going on on international affairs, on ocean and coastal issues is so awesome. We love Taylor's show. I love Jacques Bear and Simone Malaz down in New Orleans uh, who do the Delta Dispatches podcast. You know, we all know Louisiana has got 50 billion plus uh $50 billion uh, coastal restoration program that they've developed. They just uh, passed this past week, the 2023 coastal plan uh, outlining what they're going to do. There is a reason why you should pay attention to Louisiana. There's a reason you need to listen to Jacques Hebert and Simone Malaz talk about and keep you up to date on what's happening in Louisiana. One of the most, believe it or not, forward-thinking coastal program states out there. And uh, that's part of the power of the network, Tyler, is the, the chance to dip into these silos with an expert guide to get a feel for what's happening on ocean technology or on NOAA policy. Uh, and our good friends, Dan Janolfi and Howard Marlowe with the Waterlog podcast, a, a dip inside what's going on in Congress and in federal funding. I mean, come on, this is how you find out what's going on in your universe and in the issue areas that affect you professionally and personally. So be a sponsor. That's what we're saying. Be a sponsor. Join us. Well, yeah. And I will say cynically that if you don't like what you're getting here, you should be a sponsor so we can <laughs> fix it. <laughs> That's you right. Know? If, if, you're, if you are a uh, disgruntled listener, <laughs> one way that you I could... I would love to meet a disgruntled listener. Well, I don't, particularly do... if they'll uh, help us uh, <laughs> yeah. fix the problem yeah, that right. they would like to see fixed, which, you know, look, we, there are so many exciting things that we could unlock here. And that we will unlock uh, should we be successful in in this fundraising drive. So, you know, there are real stakes here for us. We mm-hmm. have to, we have to grow in order to survive. We have to put this thing into a sustainable we do orbit. Let's that's, call it. And it. Uh, that's what this is all about. And uh, Peter, it's gonna this summer. This is what we're working on, ladies and gentlemen. So yep. seriously, if do us a solid yep. and pass this information along to your people, the appropriate people in your organization. Or if it's you, just reach on out to us. Peter, yeah. uh, you know what? I'm going to do this. Peter's email address is peter at coastalnewstoday.com. Yeah. You, can, you can send him an email. You can send me an While email. you're at it, send me an email. I'm tyler at coastalnewstoday.com. Yep. And uh, we will get right back to you, and we will talk. We, we can have a, a call. We can have a Zoom we can exchange emails, <laughs> whatever you, whatever you're interested in learning about what we're doing. We will, yeah, uh, 
we'll we'll share everything. But um, let's talk. The bottom line is, it's time to invest into this thing and kick it to the next level. We have not done this, Peter. We have we have no. We've never we've never done an ask, Tyler. I not like say. this. No. Not like this. Um, and we we haven't had a really. We've just been going along to get along. I mean, we've we've been we kind of birthed this thing out of nowhere, and yeah. we've just been kind of surviving. And now yeah. we see that we need to make some some structural improvements, uh, make some strategic investments in what we're doing to make this thing better, to make it more impactful, yeah. to target audiences that we have yet to hit that are important and, yeah. and we need to talk to. Uh, you know, it, that's what this is all about. So ladies and gentlemen, please, I, it's, it's my plea, please go out there and, and uh, help, us, help us raise this 80K. Got to do it. 80,000 bucks is a reasonable ask. It's going to get us the planning and the, and the execution of Coastal News Today and ASPN 2.0. Uh, we need some professional help on the web design and the rethinking and restructuring of the network. That's what these funds are going for. Uh, we'd love to have the Coastal News Today ASPN 2.0 up and running by the end of this year. Uh, we need your help. We need your funding. We need your support. Uh, so for you folks out there who are regular listeners and you know, we, we know who you are. Google analytics is amazing. We can tell who reads uh, Coastal news today. And there's a tremendous group of listeners and readers at, at NOAA, Tyler, uh, dozens of, of NOAA professionals, our regular readers of Coastal news today and ASPN, uh, our great friends at, at, AECOM and Aptum Engineering and many of the other large coastal engineering specialty firms, large and small, are readers and tons of local government officials around the American shoreline, decision makers at the federal, state, and local level, regular readers, regular listeners. Uh, these are the this is the community you're talking to when you're talking to the ASPN CNT community. Um, it is it is the coastal professional network for America. This is the this is the platform for communication, um, and it's just a great it's just a great group, and it's a, a it's really an important conversation that we're trying to foster. Uh, we need your help. We need your support. Become a sponsor. Call. Reach out to us. You'll find the information on Coastal News Today under advertising, but. It's Tyler at CoastalNewsToday.com and Peter at CoastalNewsToday.com. Become a sponsor. We will put together a package. Uh, and, and I just have to I, say, it's, it's going to be great. It's going it, to, it will be. And we will, you know, we, I think we have something valuable to offer. Uh, we, we have built a, a platform, the number one platform for coastal and ocean podcasts and news out there. Yeah. And award winning. Uh, uh, indeed. Yeah. Uh, and you know, if you if you want to really get your brand out there, man, we'll hook you up, baby. We will make it good. We can. <laughs> we, we really can do that. Uh, we we can. Like I said, we had sixteen thousand uh, downloads on the American Shoreline Podcast Network in the month of May. Uh, that is that's a nice number. It's a good. That, that's that, a good. Solid. It, could, it could always be bigger, it but get, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say right now. That's a for for the for the quality audience and who we know those people to be. Right. Uh, you, come on, you're gonna put your put your logo in front of those people. Help us. We will help you do it. Yeah. Uh, and it will be great. 
Well, you know, way back at the beginning, Tyler, when we got this thing started back in September 2018, I believe, if you we go back and look at the analytics for the American Shoreline Podcast Network, um, you know, we would have 20 or 30 uh, people listening in a week. Um, right. We now have, we, we regularly have thousands a day on the network, listening on the network. Um, and it's just, it's just a tremendous thing to see it grow and to see it build and become what it has become. Um, you know, the podcast is now on, of course, it's on Apple Pods and Google Pods and Spotify. We're on 12 platforms. And I got to tell you, Tyler, I Googled up ASPN not too long ago just to see where we are. Our, our, our podcasts are all over the, uh, over the internet and in, in platforms and in places I never have heard of. And, uh, you know, it's part of the great, free-for-all that is the internet, um, that the voices on ASPN reach around the world into obscure backwaters and channels of, uh, you know, coastal and ocean spaces. And uh, you never know who you're talking to when you're a sponsor on ASPN, who you're going to be listening to, but it's an incredible, incredible audience uh, out there for you to tap into and to... uh, get your company's brand in front of the decision makers on ocean and coastal issues in America and some major players around the world. So become a sponsor and join up with us. Uh, it's a great, great opportunity. Yeah. And I will just also say that uh, we do have uh, a fiscal agent. Is that the term you use? Yeah. So uh, if you are an organization that needs to, we, we, we have coupled ourselves with a couple uh, nonprofits that we can work with to make those types of donations work. So, yeah. Uh, but this is all the, the nitty gritty details, Peter. Uh, we're, we're, we should sort this out with yeah. uh, folks. If you're interested, we'll sort this out with you one on one. We can. The bottom line is, uh, we we do feel like uh, this communication platform uh, is worth keeping going and making better and making more powerful and more targeted and keeping the mission going, which is only becoming more important as time goes on. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, one of the things, Peter, I just, you know, I know we've been doing it for an hour here, so uh, I, don't, I don't mean to slap on a whole new patty of content, <laughs> but uh, one, one of the things that uh, I've noticed in the ocean space is, you know, we hear conversation all the time. I mentioned earlier in the show, uh, whether we're at conferences, whether we're, uh, I'm reading the news about ocean science communication. Yeah. The importance of ocean science communication. And I've got to tell you, I, 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 I'm a media junkie. I follow everything. I try to listen to virtually everything that comes out. I follow the social media posts. I follow the trends. At least I try to. And we really have a lot of work to do, don't we? Uh, the The mm-hmm. truth is that the environment and social dynamics of the ocean and coast are extremely complicated. Um, there, these are nuanced stories about people and culture and heritage. These are complex environments that we are only now really beginning to even understand how complex they are. Things yeah. like you know how the currents are moving in the ocean and and the various conveyor belts of uh, currents. 
yeah. mean, all of this, all of this science and understanding is not is is not distillable into a two second GIF no, or a no. a dumbed down <clears throat> thing. Uh, it requires time. It requires honing our. It require you know you kind of have to tackle it on both ends. There's a listening side where we have to co- collectively as a culture become better listeners so that we can hear the more complex story that we're going to have to tell. And, uh, yeah. you know, that's really what this mission is about. We, we, and, yeah. and I, I will say, we are not there yet. We have, we have a lot of improvement to get to, and that's, that's what we're working on. That's that, what keeps mm-hmm. us going. That's what keeps it going. And, you know, I, Tyler, when we got this started, uh, the... The climate change discussion was different than it is today. We were still in the era of outright denial and it's not really true and it's not, you know, the science is uncertain and there's lots of opinions. Uh, We knew that eventually the climate change issue was going to come into focus and that the policy challenges it would present would be massive. And that was partly what was driving us to build this multi-perspective uh, platform because the challenges that we face as a society are so complicated that if we cannot understand what's happening in coastal real estate or tourism or government policy or shore protection or wa- waterways and dredging and shipping and energy, these are all fisheries. These are all of the the activities that we we undertake on the American shoreline that are going to be implicated by climate change. We've got to be able to listen to each other. We have to be generally aware. We can't stick our heads down into the silo that we exist in and just say we don't care what else is going on in the world around us when it comes to the coast. Um, and that's what this is all about and why Coastal News Today 2.0 and ASPN 2.0, we need to make a step forward There is a better, more powerful story that can be told here. Uh, We've got the track record and the proven base. We have a great listenership. Yes, our last month, Tyler, uh, was the highest monthing listens we've ever had in the three and a half, uh, almost four years of of Coast News Today. And uh, the network is stronger and better. The listenership is stronger and better. This is the time to be a sponsor. Um, Get... To get to get uh, get organized and get with us peter at coastalnewstoday.com tyler at coastalnewstoday.com let's talk about it let's bring you on as a sponsor help us uh keep this conversation going it's absolutely essential uh and i can't i can't wait i can't wait to work through the 2.0 execute the plans that we have uh it's going to be awesome and it's going to be a better network and uh can't wait. Can't wait to see it happen. Need your help. We need your help. Well, uh, Peter, it's Memorial Day. Yeah. I think, I think we should uh, sign off here. It's been a real pleasure, by the way, uh, having this conversation this morning. Thank you all to our listeners for coming along for the ride uh, these past several years. Uh, and we hope you're all having a great Memorial Day out there. Uh, yeah. You know, such as it is, uh, it's, a, it's definitely a holiday to... Uh, both kick off summer and celebrate with your family and also a time to reflect on the sacrifice that uh, our forebears have made for our for our country and our democracy right on 
And uh, Todd, I would be uh, and a big shout out to all of the hosts on the American Shoreline Podcast Network who put in their time and energy and and offer their talent and perspective to our listeners. Y'all have made this network what it is. Uh, we're proud to work with each and every one of our hosts out there. And uh, we couldn't do it without them. And uh, so I want to thank everybody who's ever uh, supported Coastal News Today and ASPM. We're about to take the next big step. Become a sponsor. Join us, Tyler. Come along for the ride. Come along for the ride. This is going to get better and stronger. And uh, and uh, we, we, we just really appreciate everybody out there who reads Coastal News Today and listens to ASPM. Jump on the train. It's getting about to leave the station. It's going to get bigger and better. Thank you, everybody. Sometimes it just seemed that I just long for the ride. Some do cry because they're frightened. Someone who's loved him has died. Singing while I'm not